Hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble falling asleep. Well, welcome. I, I, I'm under the impression and the belief that you're in the right place. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. And we're going to do it with a bedtime story. Here tonight, something along the parallel lines of a bedtime story. I'm glad you're here. Uh, what, what, what am I talking about? What do we do? If this is your first time here, welcome. The way we do it... Oh, wait, I said that part. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is figure out how to introduce a podcast. No, that's all I need to do. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. Or you can do that more or less in... Well, the press play... Let's see, you could turn... You need to turn out the lights before you get in bed, unless you have some sort of smart home. And again, that would be a... Sometimes I go on tangents here. Like, how much do you trust your smart home would be my question. Let me know about that if you have a smart home. And, And I'm talking about trust with everything. Anyway, all you need to do is turn on the light, get in bed, plus pre- bleh, press play on this podcast. And I'm going to carry you off and help you fall asleep. How am I going to do it? How's it work? How's it work? What do we do here? Well, all we're going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside any thoughts, like anything you got to do upcoming or whatever, if you just had, if you're going to a family event, if you just got back from a family event, whatever event-based worries if your mind is racing or talking or thinking or churning or uh, rolling, toiling, is that a toiling? What's the one with the C? Roiling? Uh, doilying? You're making complex patterns out of material. It could, it could do that. Any of that stuff, I'm going to distract you from that. I'm going to talk. I'm going to tell some a story. Hopefully it's going to be a little bit soothing, comforting, strange amusing enough for that part of you to stop thinking. You know what? Let's do a little uh, visual type. Uh, well, it's not visual. It's auto pi- audio podcast, but let's do an audio visual. AV- let's do a little AV action, huh? Rolling the cart. I got the cart with the, uh, you know, stuff on it. I'm rolling in a classroom. But meanwhile, you're rolling your thoughts up in a doily. And it's like a, you know, doily is like a web for thoughts. I don't know. That's like the whole history of the doily, the secret history of the doily, which is coming out on um, Gingerbread Books 2022 is a book I'm working on, Secret History of the Doily, kind of like in the Dan Brown vein. But uh, the doilies are, you know, wrap your thoughts up in that doily, nice and tight, but, you know, there's, there's air holes, plenty of air holes in the doily. Now throw your thoughts, just like a little gremlin, throw it off your bed, kick it off your bed. Gently, hard, however you feel it. Whew, and I say, oh boy, what is this guy talking about? I don't know. Well, your thoughts are gone, so you don't have to think about it. Now you just got a little empty receptacle. Get comfortable. You know, re- readjust. Because sometimes, you know, you, when you think you get comfortable in bed, I don't know, maybe this just happens to me. It's like, oh, okay, now I'm comfortable. And then like two seconds later, you're like, oh no, I got to readjust. And then maybe it's the second or third try. Where you're comfortable. And that's why I'm talking right now. Go ahead and don't worry. Move around. But this is a podcast about just sleep. I'm going to talk just like that. Hopefully it'll be, you know, just whatever. I'm, gonna, I'm like uh, some people, you know, I'm just here to talk you to sleep. 
like a buddy who imagine like I'm your friend and I don't mind if you don't listen to me. I'm just going to sit on the couch or a chair in your room and chit-chat, but you don't have to humor me. You just got to lie there and listen. And you're like, man, this guy is kind of uh, like you accept my strangeness in a positive way. And but you're glad that I'm not like, please listen to me. Oh, I got to tell you know. So that's it. That's the um, whatever we call it. Where we make a deal. I don't handshake agreement, but I had thought of a better word than that. But comp compact, just like uh, I think they use that a lot around Thanksgiving. Maybe Mayflower compact was that a thing? Probably involved uh, subjugating. You know, indigenous peoples, unfortunately. So maybe it's not something to be proud of. Maybe I shouldn't be talking about that. So that's it. That's the podcast. We're on the internet, sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can email me feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can get me on Twitter or on Facebook. I'm glad you're here. I hope you enjoy the podcast. I hope it helps you out. I hope I help you fall asleep. If I don't, you know, email me. I've got some boring links to some other audiobooks. I hope we find something if this podcast doesn't work for you. Give it a few tries. I'm sorry if it doesn't, but I hope it does. All right, thank you. So we got to thank uh, Chris Postal Posterson, Posty for from soundslikeanearful.com does our music. Scott and Jennifer, I'm thankful that they do our artwork. Lord and Lady of the podcast, they're probably deep frying some uh, uh, turkey, popcorn turkey right now hopefully, and not eating it before it cools properly. And we have our champion, defenestrator, champion, defenestrator, champion wrestler, Nick Van Cor. On his picture, it says Pop Phenom. Uh, I got to apologize to Cody Kelly. I didn't realize he was the Iron Man, but I saw that. And no apologies to Pure Fury because, uh, you know, if you want to see Pure I have unadulterated Fury. So don't, you know, you're pure, you're, Fury is pure. I don't know what scientists are testing your fury, pure fury wrestlers, but I have unadulterated fury, which is way more, you know, comes from childhood type stuff. So you don't want to get into it. So that's uh, Nick Van Cor, our champion and defenestrator. I want to thank Beth Wolf uh, for all of her support of the podcast she does. But Beth is, you know, Beth, Beth's joining in on the Spotify fun. She had some songs to the Spotify playlist, and I'm, I, I just noticed it literally on the on the train ride home to get to you guys here. So I can't I, I can't wait to thank you, Beth. And anyone else wants it? It's a collaborative playlist. Go ahead, throw you know throw something on there. Tell me you did, or tell don't tell, leave it like a little uh, Christmas cookie hiding in the uh, playlist for me. However you wish. So thank you, Beth. I want to thank. Some people on uh, Twitter, Emily S. I, I think she found the podcast, but she tweeted about it. Deb K., who hopefully I'll meet soon. I mean, soon. Deb, Deb and anybody else in the Bay Area is listening. I, was, I don't mean, I, I just saw Deb's name. So I wanted to, at some point, we're going to have a meetup in the Bay Area where we can all get together and have some, uh, you know, whatever discussions or. You guys could just watch me, you know, try to deal with sheep, or I don't know what we'll do. But that'll be after the holidays. I was going to try to figure out something before, but I don't want, you know. So February, late January, something or other. So that's Deb K. Uh, Joy Dizzy also had some sharing about the podcast. 
and Eugene O. Uh, Zorak. He had some stressful work week last week or the week before. Even made even more stressful by a podcast or not. Give him a shout out. Maybe I did. Who cares if I didn't? Now you get a double. Uh, but he, thank you. I wasn't saying who cares to you, Eugene. I was saying it's you know me, uh, the you know crazy part of me. Uh, iTunes reviews. I want to thank Mick Phil Bob. Mick Phil Bob. Is that a dirty thing? Then so was it Mick Phil Bob. Mick Phil Bob. Mick Phil Bob says warning: Do not operate while operating. Do not listen to this podcast while operating a motor vehicle or heavy machinery. Great. And then Vanessa F says she loves the podcast. Says a she doesn't watch Game of Thrones, but she still enjoys the episodes. Has a lot of nice stuff. Her son likes the burping in the bloopers. He's four. So it's like too early to corrupt a minor. But at last episode I did, I think um, last episode Christian and his mom, Michelle, were listening because I, dedica- I kind of, I don't know how good a job I did in the dedication because I haven't, but uh, I think Christian's older. So I probably, hopefully I didn't corrupt you, Christian, with, uh, well, I don't know for how a strange, you know, don't don't get a hedgehog, Christian. Okay, that's my advice to you. Believe me. You'll regret it as much as, you know, even if a podcaster talks about it, it was fiction. So don't get a hedgehog. The part about the good parts were made up and the bad parts weren't. Hedgehogs are, um, you know, between you and me, they're terrible creatures from what I hear. Uh, So that's it. And then Murphy B. in Beantown, he's part of the Emerson Mafia or will be one day. He uh, decorated his room with his SASE papers with three pieces. It looks like the kind of job I would do, except his papers are actually fully stuck on the wall. Anything I put on my walls usually has one corner falling off or is cockeyed. Kind of like the, the, that's, that could be the uh, cockeyed sleep podcast if we were marketing it to, like, pirate types. The cockeyed sleep podcast, I. Eh? Uh, maybe, maybe. Might, we might have something. So that's the uh, uh, main uh, – so that was the main the, – some thank yous. But I got to thank all you guys. It's Thanksgiving uh, Eve Eve. It's Tuesday. Um, those of you in the U.S. will celebrate uh, uh, being thankful. But I think worldwide I could tell anybody that's listening to this podcast, I'm thankful you're listening to the podcast. And I want to address something uh, it's come up. A lot of people have been reaching out to me, and this is a conversation that everybody dreads having about money. And we need to talk about money, but it's not in a negative way. I know a lot of you have reached out to me. Hey, what's going on? Does your podcast need any help? Or I'd love to, you know, if you had some way to help out your podcast. And the, what we're going to talk about money is that let's just we're not going to talk about money right now. I mean, I'll talk about it for a few minutes. But let's decide to have another conversation about this way down the road because we don't we don't need uh, there's like this big fever right now. Podcasting is having this great um, media attention because of some wonderful things some people are doing in the space like serial startup, a lot of comedians doing wonderful things. There's like people in the more business side of stuff. There's people in the heartfelt plugging into life type stuff. Uh, so a lot of wonderful stuff happening. And there's also this whenever stuff like that happens and attention gets on stuff, people get a little money crazy. And I'm not saying that any of you did. 
or do, whatever. But I don't think this is a point where I, we need to worry about money in this podcast because, because well, one, the podcast does not cost me. If, if At this point, it's still affordable. And like I said, I made a major life change. So any money I would have been, you know, I, it's like a, it's, I consider both a hobby, even though I'd like to do this kind of storytelling as a job at some point. But Right now, it's one, it's a hobby. So it's like, okay, that money, I'm, I'm getting some pleasure and enjoyment out of this. So it's worth the money. It's, it's, and it's not about the money. Two, uh, another reason not to worry about the money is that you know how much money I would have to spend. This is another way to conceptualize it if, that, if you don't buy that first one. Is you know how much it would cost me to be able to have you people listen to me uh, even if if you all lived in one city, let's say you all lived in the Bay Area or we all lived in Portland or we all lived in, in Cloud City, uh, was that Bespin, the Cloud City, you know, before the Empire messed it up or whatever. Well, it didn't look that big. Maybe whatever, a nice, you know, fantasy f- place with a Mediterranean climate, ideally, uh, but without the problems in Westeros. Anyway. Like, if I wanted to get in front of you guys, like, once a month even, to rent a room and then promote it, and all that would cost me way more than this podcast cost me. So opportunity to just share these stories with you guys and have you fall asleep to them and, you know, have my tangents be out there in the universe to be, uh, you know, you know where they belong, not in my head is an unbelievable opportunity that is 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 that is worth like even if whatever comes down the road with this podcast that doesn't matter like it's just like it, like even entering like a fringe festival or whatever and that's that kind of skill set I don't have is like I would have to make phone calls oh boy and then talk to like authority figures and say hey how much would it be and then you know stuff so so um, that's another thing. And this is like a, whatever, I'm, I'm telling my tales. You guys are falling asleep. We're having fun together. So let's now, and if, I'll tell you what, I'll make you this promise, those of you that have reached out to me. If money, like if, if some, something comes up and we get to the point where the website's crashing and we need to invest in a higher level of, you know, internet, whatever lays, whatever they, you know, the internet stuff that keeps your server from crashing. And it's going to be way more expensive. I'll tell you guys. I'll say, or, you know, we need to invest in new equipment or whatever. We'll we'll talk about that. But we don't need to. And, and again, there's like 34% of me that'd be like, all right, you guys want to send me some dough. Let me cash in on this right now. But it's, I don't think, I, I'm trying to follow my gut here. And my gut's telling me, you know what? The, uh, let's not worry about the money. Things are going to be fine. And things are great, great, unbelievably great right now. Now, that said, if you want to help the podcast, let's not, we're, we're putting the money aside. We'll talk about it maybe 2015, 2016, whatever. We'll talk about it again. We'll talk about it in a year if we need to. Maybe if something comes up, we'll talk about it sooner. But if you want to help the podcast, just keep doing what you're doing, listening, reviewing, telling people about it. I think we can have some fun with that maybe next episode of about telling other people about the podcast. Uh, or you could email me your stories about the looks people give you when you tell people about the podcast. 
or actually take pictures of selfies of you. Well, maybe you don't want to share your – I mean, that's private. Whatever. We'll, we'll think of some fo- – so that's one way. And then if you're like a, a super doer type person, uh, what I said, like just go out there on the internet and see, oh, there's a sleep related article. Let me tell you my story about dealing with this podcast or – you know, find some subreddit. There's people on subreddits all the time talking about the podcast, and that's great. That's how we want to just gain one listener at a time, and that, that sounds trite, and a lot of people say it, but for this podcast, nothing could be more true about it because this podcast is in for everybody. But the people it's for, it's really for people. You, you If you're listening, you know, and, and this podcast helping you out, some of you might already be asleep. How about that? We're having a, I mean, how good is that? We're able to have a talk about money and you fall asleep. What other relationship could be like, we need to talk about money and you could fall asleep in the middle of the conversation. So um, yeah, just spread the word about the podcast. So those are two options. The next option uh, is create some art, either your own art or art-related podcasts. Animate the podcast, draw pictures. I got people sending me pictures. I got like Sammy Sweetfire making pictures of Ray. And we got Damon making music. Now, I haven't figured out a good way to share that. So that might, but if you, you know, make some, do something fun about the, I don't, I don't know, do whatever, you know, or make your own art and share it with me. I, you know, I, I don't know. I can't get into the two desks to get into the podcast. So that's another way to help. And third way to, or fourth, whatever, another way to help is uh, if you're, if you're good at uh, research, I got one glittering researcher, Stacy. But maybe we could add, like, cut down on Stacy. I like to have everybody just have to research one thing. So if you're a student, you're already doing research, you're a teacher, and you want to research one topic a week, that's one option. Another option is if you're good at uh, show notes, I could use some help with the show notes, uh, just doing links and, and writing basic show notes. If you have any uh, WordPress experience, like you d- design WordPress sites, could use some help with that. And audio editing, those are so, but if you don't have those skill sets and you're not doing it and you can't get some kind of credit or put on your resume, like, uh, and you want to help the bikes, just spread the word or just be here, fall asleep. I don't mean, okay, I guess my main point was you're already helping out and I'm not even being, this is like one of those self-propelling energy instruments that don't exist, but it really does because without you guys, I wouldn't have the drive to do the podcast. So that's what I'm thankful for. I can't believe it that we're here and that I'm able to chit-chat with you, that I'm slowly getting a little bit better and better at the podcasting part, the boring part. That's, you know, I can't get any better at being boring. It's, you know, natural uh, aptitude, dullness. But uh, so this is just, a you know, we'll see what happens with the podcast. But let's not get crazy. I think, like, I don't know what Ray would say, but he'd probably say something like, let's not get crazy here. We have a plan. Have a plan. The plan is to trust. I don't know. I don't do a great Ray. Have a plan. The plan is to trust. I don't know. Does that sound like Ray at all? I don't think so. But he would say that, you know, things are going to be fine. Your friend Ray. Like, that's pretty close to Ray. Uh, man, I can't believe I can't do a Ray impression. It's embarrassing. My next door neighbor, but but uh, so that's it. All right, that's the money talk. No money talk. We'll talk about it. And this isn't like you're a little kid, and I'm like, we're not going to talk about it. 
I hear what you're saying. I'm glad. I feel your support. I realize there's some of you that either can financially support the podcast or want to, and or both or all three, whatever. Uh, maybe one day will come when I do need your financial support. But it's, let's not let's not lose it right now. All right, let's like let's uh let's keep adding one more listener that I mean that dare I say really could use this podcast especially in this holiday time and that's why I'm here recording the Segway City here welcome population you <laughs> I love saying that for some reason uh, introducing stuff as a place and, and acting like you just got here but uh, it's a holiday it might be Thanksgiving night I, I'm recording this in case you need you know maybe you need to unwind uh, from your Thanksgiving evening or Saturday, Friday or whatever. So this podcast can be here. And uh, I've been thinking I got to still running down the requests. But I was thinking about Buffalo and all that snow there. And then I was thinking a lot of people love guided meditations. So that was snow guided meditation. And then to be honest with you guys, uh, I grew up in Syracuse, New York. Most of you, some of you know that, some of you don't. People, some people claim it's the most participants gets the most precipitation in the USA or the world or something between snow and rain. I don't know that. I used to call it the Gray Planet because I don't think the the again this is just my memory, but I don't know if the sun comes out between like maybe November third and uh, probably like April, maybe May. It's just gray and snowy and stuff. But at the same time, it's beautiful. And um, most of my family, my media family has moved away. So I don't have like a home base there. I mean, I kind of have my brother Ted's still there. So I have like a a brother base. But that's not the same. Like my parents are gone. And and so part of me misses that nostalgia uh, that I don't know if I was 100% present for of like those nights when the snow would start to fall, and maybe it'd be Thanksgiving, maybe it'd be Christmas, but everybody was already inside, and the night had already descended, the deep, dark night, and then these heavy, fluffy pieces of snow would start to tumble out of the sky, and that's what they'd do. They'd kind of tumble over themselves, and they'd run into each other, they had to get bigger. Some would get smaller. Some would look like a little, like they've broken off of a feather. And they'd just be streaming down outside, and the streetlights would be glistening as the snow piled up. And we just uh, silently look out the window and watch the snow fall. The snow starts to pile up slowly a lot faster than like slowly would indicate we look outside we're warm inside and the streetlights are kind of yellow the snow's yellow we look around (sighs) the night it's dark, but we sense something, you know, calling us, calling us out there. 
Despite that voice in our head that says, man, it's going to be cold out there. Man, what do you mean? It's the middle of the night. We, uh, we start to, uh, luckily we're already in a union suit, which is like a one-piece red um, under, um, you know, kind of, I think we've talked about it with the miners. But it's a, like a set of um, thermal underwear that's one-piece, unbelievably... Uh, effective at keeping you warm. And we have socks that are tucked into our union suit, nice wool socks, but that kind of wool that feels good and not itchy. Wonder wool, I think they call it. Well, that's what we call it tonight. And that's a now patented uh, trademark term, wonder wool. Wonkas make that Wonkas wonder wool. It's also uh, made from cotton candy, but we're not worried about that at this time because uh, we, you know, we don't have the activation stick. We lost that last year, so they're just wool socks, Wonder Wool, but without the extra, the Wonka Wonder part, just the Wonder part. And so we know we're warm in our union suit, or you could call it your red underwear, a long underwear suit. If you're boring, it does, in a non-graphic way, have a, a butt flap, but it's like a double um, enveloped butt flap. So really no like, but if you do need to go to the bathroom, um, it's it, it, suitable. You know, a guy would have to sit down, and a, a gal, anybody, is the best way to do it. But we don't have to go. Plus, it's double enveloped. So we you know, we don't have, we don't have any breeze. So we don't even know it's back there, except when, you know, we run around the house like a little cherub with our butt out. But that's not right now, because we're putting out a parka, one of those parkas with the fuzzy hood that parka people wear at archetypal parka moments like this one, and we zip up that crisp crunching of the parka and the zzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzz
And we also probably want mittens. And as I've talked about on this podcast, I highly recommend mittens over gloves. Probably I have some sort of circulation issue. I don't know, but I like them better because then my fingers stay warm. So we put on some thick mittens that, again, match the look of our parka and our pants, but not our union suit. Underneath, you know, we're naked and then covered in a red suit of, you know, like I said, cherubic, 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 cherubic sounds like um, cherubics. Maybe I have to talk to Brittany Galvan about that. Maybe we could get that would be our holiday special when we're not doing paper folding and yoga mat folding. We could have cherubics. Pretend you got wings, flap them. Now, you know, dance around like you're, uh, you know, it could be good for Valentine's Day too. But we open the door and, uh, we realize there's another door there because it's, uh, you know, winter in Syracuse, New York. You have a, a, a door that would be screen door in the non winter months, but now it's a storm door. I don't know what they call it. It's, you know, screens, the screens covered in glass. Again, it's uh, you know kind of like an air lock, and we got to really push hard, push into that door to push the snow away. Even though there's an eave overhead, it uh, uh, lowered the amount of snow in front of the door. We push it, and it's a little bit of an effort. And it's a back door because we don't want to go out the front door and you know make a bunch of noise. Then we close the doors behind us. We're standing under this eave which is like an overhang, basically just just an overhang. We look up, there's no threatening icicles because uh, it's been cold, uh, non, this is the first uh, winter storm of the year. Even as it fall though, it's a wonderful blanket of snow, a snow that's been untouched by man and first for first reaction is an animal but then we notice these prints going off to the left they catch our eye for some reason and well I guess that was uh, those rabbit rabbit prints or uh, some other I don't know say hey well if they head into those woods over there but something about the comfort of our warm union suit and our wonderfully attractive parka with the, you know, uh, brings out our best features, especially in our faces. Got that winter flush to it that is just so attractive, in my opinion. Almost looks like a, you know, you just had a run or a hard, you know, great sex flush. Uh, or you're embarrassed and you're just so cute when you're embarrassed. Same goes for dudes, too. You look good. We like that. Uh, so we all look great with our blushed, I don't even know, flushed. And our curiosity's peaked by this, but we, we're not afraid because we're looking good, we're feeling good, and the snow is still falling just in this pattern slow and consistent 
but also random. We watch it at one of the streetlights, just falling. It's like soothing, calming, and, and almost like hypnotic. I feel like we could just stand here and watch it all day if that wasn't that little thing nagging at us. Let's follow these tracks. Do you think a rabbit's out after dark? Rabbits at night is a um, rabbit, you know, stew eater's delight. But we're not here to hunt anybody. We're just curious. We start following the tracks. And that's when our boots hit the snow. It's deep. Uh, almost knee deep. But something about us, the energy's higher. Our body core temperature is unbelievably comfortable. We trudge parallel with the uh, tracks. Uh, I don't think these are rabbit tracks. It's too dark to tell, though. And that's the first time we notice a sound. It's like a sound we would have probably would have never noticed if we didn't just notice it. It's a sound of the snow. As it slides, as it lands, we can just hear it barely. But again, it adds to that level of it's almost so subtle, it's breathtaking at the same time. And uh, kind of thing some Christmas dude would write a poem about, about, you know, opening the shutters to see what the mutter or... But somebody with, you know, like Robert Frost-type character, Ansel Adams, he would have friggin'... He would have ruined the sound, though, snapping his pictures. We, we trudge along with the uh, rabbit tracks. We get to the edge of the woods. There's a couple of uh, pine trees. One's one of those pine trees that's more blue than green. Blue-green. But when you, you know, when you look at something that's actually pine green, this thing is definitely blue. You think to yourself, it's almost sky blue. Why didn't I never notice that before? you see someone's trimmed away, you know, the lower portions of the branches and there's crusty sap. Yes, it's kind of a strange shape. You can smell it almost in the air, the sap. And then you notice the trail goes into a, right where it's dark, right at the edge of the woods where the greener pine trees you're like man then why are they why is this blue one off to the left here but it is it's proud it's quiet and it's beautiful so are the other trees then you wonder well someone gave this tree attention and trimmed it and these other trees are more in the woods they go all the way to the ground we follow the trail and we you know we start to wonder because our experience has told us that this is so Peaceful, and, and, and you know, we've been, a, we've experienced this kind of peace before. But a lot of times, there's nonsense with this peace, especially with the show that we're listening to now. But we know that there's something different tonight, just because it's the snow. 
in the sound of the snow, the swishing, just the shape of the flakes as they stumble and touch our face. It is like feathers as it kisses off our cheek. It's the first time we notice how warm our skin really is because our quality of our watch cap and our parka. Then when the snow hits our cheek, it melts. We smile. Wow. It's like making love to, uh, you know, a billion different snowflakes except on my face. That feels good in a non-making love way, just, you know, amusing. And we follow the trail, we take a few more steps, and we're in the woods. We look around. It's darker here. And that's when the sound changes. It's the snows running in between the long, thin pine needles. Every once in a while, some snow will fall it's so subtle doesn't frighten us not one bit the trail's still going we're still following we're going deeper in we're about two sets of trees into the woods that's when we realize it's not really that dark here it's as dark as it looked from the outside because the outside street lights the moon I can't find the moon but the moon's definitely shining because it's really not dark at all maybe our eyes have adjusted maybe something I'm not sure but we follow we take a few more steps deeper in following this trail that's when the moonlight strikes the trail I realize okay it's like two feet not four feet so whatever it is it's got to be some Maybe it's just a rabbit hopping along or some sort of, uh, I don't know. We don't think that much about it. We just keep walking. We're drawn deeper in. The sound of the wind. It's just a light, light breeze. Just enough to actually we can't even place the wind it's like the tops of the trees are blowing it's like a swishing snake like meandering river pattern through the tops of the trees feels like it's in the distance like if we just kept going we'd end up at the shore of a great sea but we take a few more steps along along the uh, side of the trail now we're fully in the in the woods we remember coming here as a child and uh, I think well, we never, I don't know if I've ever come here at night or in the winter maybe in the winter but never never at night and I think man oh no wait there was that time I decided to run away when I was six and I didn't get that gum and I took my uh, sleeping bag and I stuffed my um, teddy poo in there and I took so, you know uh, I, t- I managed to take the Cheerios out of the box and just take the bag 
and then I said that's it I'm leaving and I went into these woods and I decided I would sleep under one of these trees and you remember you you uh you had something else with you what was it say uh I don't know was, was it a book it was like a board book like heavily laminated board book was uh, I can't remember but yeah you remember you, you set up your sleeping bag and you thought this is actually pretty sweet under here um but then you uh you wondered then you went home you didn't stay there whatever happened happened but I did forget that board book so you just said you see this one tree I think that's the tree that I did hide under and you get down on your knees and then your hands and because you have those such quality gear on like mittens park you barely even notice that the snow is cold and you just feel comfortable and you look under the tree and before you climb under the tree you roll around in the snow on your back and you lie your arms down you can really hear it now you can hear the snow on the ground crinkling making some strange noise that you can only hear at that level it's a crinkling type sound though maybe a leaky type sound but it feels good lying here cushioned and instead of crawling you just decide to push yourself with your feet your head first under the tree almost like a mechanic going under a car and some of the pine bristles they they uh, tickle your nose but they miss your eyes because that wonderful parka with the little non-animal for trim you know never taken from an animal just probably some sort of wonderful recycled you know uh, globally sourced free trade trim just like your park is and everything else then you're under the tree and it's a really powerful small pine under there of sap and pine leaves and you're surrounded with dead brown and red pine needles all around you you're surprised how dry it is you know I think to yourself you could almost start a fire under here if you needed to probably wouldn't be a good idea but you could and you put yourself up on one arm and you pick up a mitten full of needles and you just look at them pat the ground think about for a second at least like what would it be like to uh, really you know bring someone under here and really get it you know get it on you know that person that you've been thinking about that person you're already with that you want to spice it up a little bit probably not the idea you'll ever remember and follow through on but you're like wow this is a uh, it's a little bit of a low you know, probably only missionary only or something similar to that. Uh, but, yeah, but it's almost just a fantasy because you, you just 
the other person will think, wait, maybe, you never know if you do. Maybe let me know about it, maybe not. And then you, uh, you know, brush away, you laugh and you brush away the thing like your lover just sat up and you're rushing the pine and then you notice it. A little blue and a little white out of the corner of your eye. And that's when you see it. It's your book. You start to dig. And it's only covered in pine needles. And just a, a little bit of uh, dead matter, like dirt. But mostly just decomposed pine needles and leaves. You're like, wow, how many years has it been? In the book, because of the chemically treated paper and inks, is in, other than the cover, it's a little faded. It's like uh, the elf that loved rubber balls. And then uh, it goes through every letter of the alphabet, only up to G for some reason, because it's one of those board books that's real thick. You know, it talks about an A ball. B for ball, C, my ball, call my ball, I don't know, doll, doll ball, or something. I didn't write the book, so I don't have an exact photographic memory of it, but you do because you used to own it. It might not even be that book. It might be something else like, you know, the bear that loved balls or child that loved bears bear that loved, no, it's definitely not the bear that loved children. The elf that loved children. Man, probably could be that too. The elf that loved bears, probably that would be more for elves or bears. So, but it's a, you remember, yeah, you stuck it, you know, the great thing about this park is there's a pocket perfect for a board book. You tuck it in that pocket and then you think for a second, you say, no, you put it back and you bury it again. You make a note, you say, man, you know, I want to come back here. If I'm not going to come back here, you know, to get, you know, you know, reflush my face at some point, I come back here maybe one day, maybe with a child or maybe not, and refine this book. I hope, I hope I remember that. I hope this, I have this opportunity. And that's when you hear something outside. You say, well, what was that? And here it sounds like a squish, squish in the snow. But again, you're so at peace. And actually, as you sit up, you have a perfect view of the trees. Back to that one street light that we've been looking at. The yellow light. And the snow is still going at that same random clip. You could say it's streaming if you're a weather person, you might say it's flurrying through the light, on the edge of the light, textured, layered, whatever you want to call it, beautiful, comforting. You slide out from under the tree, and you look around for the source of the sound, and you hear it again, squish, 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 squish. You know that whatever was making that trail, it's got to be close. So you freeze and just tilt your head, and you know you don't want to frighten whatever it is. 
Then you look around the tree. You see something over there. She can't quite be sure what it is. It's like, I don't know. So you start to crawl. And you crawl around the edge of the tree. Slowly. And you squish, squish again. You sit there silent for another second. They hear squish, squish again. And you get a little bit closer. And as it comes into view, and as you recall it now, it's almost like something you could never put into words. Never even explain it. Never even put it into a relatable concept. Because what you see... Is like the essence of the night, of the snow, of the trees. It's there in some form, but it's not. That's what you'd say to somebody when they ask why you're smiling so big the next day. But that really doesn't do it justice either. But... The essence of what's been magical about the snow falling and the sound of the snow, the smell, the trees, the taste and the scent of the air, the feeling of the snow on your face against your wonderfully lined parka, incredibly fashionable boots and pants and course the comforting grip of your underwear or union suit whatever you want to call it it's there in front of you and you and you, 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 you know it's not though but it is it's wonderful so wonderful and it's like the biggest smile you've ever seen Almost like people try to put it in images and the child smiling or a forest creature smiling. Or you begin to think to yourself, maybe this is what an elf is when people try to put it into words. But you know, this isn't that, it, well, it is real. But it's not something that'll ever, you may never see it again. And it's not a creature, well... You know, like, I can't waste my breath explaining it to you, but this is why I'm smiling so much today. And that, what you take away from it, what you'll remember years from now, other than that it was a great idea to have sex under that tree and to save that book to bring one of your children to find, you know, totally, you know, different moments in your life, or at least to... Same part of the day when somebody was watching your kid earlier is um, what you always take away from this moment. And we remember when you're 60, it's that feeling you felt inside as you observed or took in whatever it was. It's a comfort. And just a sense of like, yeah, there is wonder left here. Maybe it's the wonder of the snow falling, just taking it in and listening. 
But maybe there is something more here. This thing of a jig I'm seeing is it called me in here to experience this? Or was it always here to experience? And from now on, every time you put on an extremely expensive parka or even a, one that's more affordable or snow pants or union suit with a butt flap or mittens or nice or any boots or you see snow showering down or you smell the pitch of pine leaking out of a tree you'll remember that's that's not it that's there's something more there maybe that that's all I'm supposed to do is notice it. I'm not sure. But it creates a stillness inside you that you can take with you deep into sleep that you can rely on this memory that's unexplainable yet readily available to people especially Buffalonians, but also Imaginarians. And maybe not everybody has Wonder Wolf socks uh, and the other stuff. But it's out there just waiting for you to notice it. And when you do... You also notice something that was inside you that you're not sure you can put words to, but that lets you know it's going to be okay. That it's more than that, that it's that you can breathe. And that there are places for you to rest, to bed down, to feel, to be safe, to be okay, to enjoy, to notice the wonder. And you look at this, whatever is happening in front of you, and you smile. You laugh. You get the sense it laughs back like something out of a third close encounters of the third kind or something wonderful like that. But you know this is a not a, a UFO type alien situation. But you get the sense it laughs back at you. And then probably when you're you know back there, whatever it's going to probably be watching, enjoying that too. But do feel oneness, I guess, or a fellowship or a companionship with the, everything around you, and you hope that you'll remember this when you need it most, whether it's in a time of crisis or in a time of just an evening when you woke up and you said, what's going on out there, let me see. And it's here for you. And that it wants 
to just be enjoyed and notice that's all. And if a strange essence of nature and wonder and water and frozen, you know, sublimation and vapor street lights and sounds and smells could wink at you, it just did. You walk back, walk back to the house through the snow. You notice how much it's snowed since you've been gone. Like you can feel for the first time. But it really looks cool. And as you approach the house, you take that street light in one more time. Watch the snow. You look out in the distance and you see the trees. You see the houses. You see the empty spaces in between all covered in snow. And you think this is just really isn't so bad. And things are going to be all right tomorrow. Now I can rest. For something inside me has been both comforted and stirred. And that's what you do. You go inside and you strip off all your clothes except for your wonderful union suit. Pull the covers up. Bed down. Close your eyes and you picture yourself on a bed of pine needles. The sound of snow enveloping you. You drift off. At rest. Asleep. Good night.